joined right now by Baltimore Orioles' Ryan Mountcastle, the perfect game player of the week, joins us to talk a little hot stove. Ryan, thanks for joining us. How are you? Yeah, what's up? How are you guys doing? Everybody's good, man. Everybody's yeah. good. How's the offseason yeah. treating you? Anything different this year? I mean, talk to us a little about last year and um, how much fun it was and what you're looking forward to uh, this upcoming year. Yeah, last year was sick. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody really expected us to, you know, have the best record in the American League. It was a lot of fun. Super young, super young crew. And um, yeah, definitely a great time. And, oh, I like the little Orioles masher right there. <laughs> Appreciate that. But uh, no, it was it was a good time this offseason, just uh, working out, doing my thing and uh, yeah, not changing up too much. Ryan, uh, you're in Orlando, right? You're in, are you in Orlando? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm I mean, look, I got I got extra space. You could have just come right over. Yeah, you could have sat next to me either side. I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm all the way on the other side of town from from where you're from, and it's like it takes you like two hours because we don't go to that side of town unless we absolutely yeah. have to. Yeah, but, you know, well, you could have made a special invite, trip AJ. over here. Come on, I didn't catch yeah, an invite. Unbelievable. Uh, Ryan, he could have came to you too, bud. Tell him. He yeah, that's came true to you. too. <laughs> yeah, but I got all the fancy equipment. Right? He's on a that's he's on true. a laptop yeah. or an I mean, iPad. Mike, I got. I got all these cameras and junk around here. You got like a 4K camera going on. I'm a little fuzzy compared to you. <laughs> I got lights and, all, I, yeah. you know, Scott's usually here. He does my makeup. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I might need to do some too. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead, Britt. You go ahead. No, Brett. Ryan, it's just, um, you know, AJ likes to make fun of me because I am based in Baltimore. As you know, I've yeah. been around the Orioles a lot. Yeah. But this year's group was so much fun. It seemed like they all very much got along. So, I want to know, like, who's pulling the the pranks behind the scenes? I mean, who I know Gibby Kyle Gibson was like a big part of that clubhouse, yeah. but like, yeah. who kind of made sure that you guys became that unit and and really, I mean, watching you guys was very much seemed like a family from the bullpen to kind of the antics that took place, you know, with the Homer hose. I mean, mm -hmm. who's who's responsible for all this stuff? Yeah, bringing in some of the veteran veteran guys, like you said, Gibby and McCann. And Frazier, those guys, I mean, they were great to have around and um, definitely, you know, brought a little little fun into the clubhouse. And, I mean, just being a young crew, uh, these younger guys like to have fun too, a lot of energy. And, uh, yeah, they like to bring it every day as well and, you know, get our work done, but at the same time have fun while we're doing it. Uh, let me ask you this. you got a lot of young guys that are coming up. I know you're a young guy too as well, but – Talk about every time a new guy yeah. came in, he did something special. It just seemed like everybody was con is, was included. There wasn't anybody that seemed like they're little, you know, ahead of themselves. Yeah. They came out and just dominated. And you got a lot of younger guys coming up as well. Um, talk to us about those guys and what you look forward to them coming this upcoming year as well. Yeah, shoot. I mean, I feel old in the clubhouse now. These guys are, shoot, 21, 22 coming up. It's it's unbelievable. And um yeah, coming up, I think we just like to make all the young guys feel welcome and, uh, you know, make it feel like they're a part of the team and not like, you know, we're better than than any of them because we got, a, you know, maybe a couple extra years on them. But just have them make them feel comfortable and play the best of their ability. Look <laughs> at that picture. <laughs> that looks like uh, it should be an amusing video <laughs> just or something. Fun. That's yeah, awesome. That was, a, that was a sick day. I mean, I mean, both uh, – Clinch of the playoffs and the AL East was a lot of fun. So what was more fun for you, Ryan? You grew up playing for perfect game, playing in the showcases. My son now is in all the perfect game stuff. I mean, winning a perfect game and getting that, you know, the medal at home plate or waving the AL East flag saying <laughs> we're the champions of the AL oh, East. 
Nothing better than winning a perfect game tournament, man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the AL East. Definitely the AL East. Uh, yeah, that was insane. I mean, going into the season, I didn't know what to expect, but um, definitely uh, exceeded, I think, a lot of people's expectations, and uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. Ryan, Brandon Hyde is a guy who gave a great speech, you know. I think he's like, nobody thought we'd be here when you guys uh, lifted the toasted and everything, and, you know, he was choked up. What has he meant to this team? Because a lot of times we see in baseball, as soon as a team gets good, they fire a guy like Brandon Hyde. So what has he meant, and and what do you like most about playing for him? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's a younger guy when it comes to the coaching world, and um, he definitely gets along with all the players and definitely a player's coach. And, um, you know, whatever you need, if you ever need to talk to somebody, he's always there. So, I mean, he's a great coach, great guy, and, uh, you know, super good to be around. I want to I want to talk about basically the trade the Yankees made. They picked up Soto, um, a huge piece to help the Yankees moving forward. You know they've been struggling yeah. the last couple of years. What's your reaction to that? And you think the Orioles are going to make you know a big move here because we're waiting. We're like we talk about them like oh they're in on this guy in on that guy. What what do you expect from you know your squad and and how do you feel about Soto being a Yankee now? Yeah, I mean. Well, from our squad, uh, Kimbrell, I think, was a huge pickup with uh, Felix probably being down uh, the rest of this year. And uh, Soto going over to the Yankees is, uh, I mean, I'm sure he's going to have fun at that ballpark. And uh, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, they got a really good team over there. So AL East is always, always tough. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can, you know, do what we did last year. You guys, are you guys still thinking you're the top dogs in the East or what? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, it's <laughs> tough, man. I mean, I'm not going to throw nothing out there, but. Oh, uh, man, no. hey, don't be afraid yeah, now. Hey, confidence yeah. is key. It's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I mean, we're going to try to have Ryan, the most fun. Uh, Ryan, do people recognize you more now or in Baltimore? I mean, what was the Orioles' success like for you personally? Yeah, Baltimore, I mean, just going to, you know, Target or just your typical, you know, grocery runs and whatnot. <laughs> you might have a guy. There's the guy that followed me around the entire Target and finally <laughs> built up the courage to take a picture with me as I was leaving. But uh, for the most part, it's not too crazy. I mean, uh, back home, uh, nothing, not that many people come up to me. But every now and then, it's pretty cool when somebody recognizes me. Hey, hey Ryan, you're talking about being recognized. Are the Orioles going to recognize you guys and sign some of y'all to some extensions or what? Have they approached any of you guys? I mean, hey, it's time. Listen, hey, it's time. No, it's serious. It's time. It's time. Between yeah. you, Adley, right, Cedric, I mean, Gunner. There's, there's a whole list of guys you can start. I mean, if you want to go through the pitching staff, we can go through Bradish, Kramer, right, Means, Bautista, Cano. I mean, you guys have a great core of guys. Yeah. Have you, have yeah. you talked to them? I mean, that would be really sick to, you know, keep that same core together for a long time. But, uh, I mean, some of those guys are going to cost some money, I'm sure. So, um, I mean, it's up to them how much they're willing to spend on some of these guys. And um, But – I mean, for me, I would love to stay with them and, uh, you know, keep that same crew together. Let me ask you about a young guy coming out, Jackson Holiday. Um, he's like the next coming thing since Mike Trout from what we're hearing. The guy's a stud. <laughs> when, do you see, when do you see this guy getting called up? I mean, if you had that magic ball, you could figure it out. Is yeah. he going to help this? You know, is he, is he, you think he's ready to go uh, pretty soon? I think so. I mean, from what I saw in spring, I mean, being 19 and that good, it's unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, I think he's got a good shot to be up there at some point this year from what I'm hearing. And 
haven't gotten to see him much besides, like I said, spring last year, but um, seems like the real deal, and his numbers are, you know, insane from uh, this last minor league season. So I'm sure he'll be up at some point, and uh, I'm sure he'd love to help us out. If, if he's got any pop like his father does, he, he'll be up there this year. I mean, he had some yeah. freaky yeah. stress. I saw some video hey, the other day. Oh, my God. I played with him. I know. So did I. <laughs> I just even when he was older, when we were at the Yankees, I'm telling you, he would just hit a ball opposite field. I'm like, ah, oh my God, where did that yeah, just go? It's unbelievable. So I, hope, I mean, that bloodline's insane from insane. what it seems like. And, yeah. and he's got a younger brother, too. I heard he's yeah. supposed to be even yeah, better. Yeah, I watched supposed to be even better. Video. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan, you know, Britt, obviously, you know, Brett covers the Orioles. So when you're yeah. in the clubhouse. He did cover the Orioles. Well, he did cover the Orioles. Well, you still kind of. I don't think I covered them when Ryan was on the team, though. At all? No, we didn't overlap, did we? I don't we think so. 18. I came up in 20. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I was no. going to say, because, like, when I was playing, I'd see Brett come in when I was in Baltimore, and I was like, oh, no. Here yeah. comes the tough question. <laughs> yeah. So who's the, who's the reporter yeah. now in Baltimore that comes yeah. up to you and says, here you see him coming out of your corner, and you're like, "Oh, this guy's gonna ask me the tough uh, questions." The, I don't, I don't get much hard hitting questions that often. <laughs> I, I like to keep it light with them, and um, yeah, just oh. I'm, I'm more just like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" And I mean, maybe after a good game or something, they might ask me some stuff here and there. But I just try to see how they're all doing and uh, keep it keep it light. How? How's right, uh, it? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I, mean, no, I was just gonna ask him how his golf game's going. I see some pictures online. You looking like the next uh, what are you, what are you doing? Tiger Woods out there? Bro. Yeah, my golf game is terrible, man. Oh, it's unbelievable. No. I mean, I haven't got to play that much uh, this off season, unfortunately. But off season's passed. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I missed that putt probably at least ten feet by. But you know, look so, the part. That's all that matters, right? You, you and me would be a good matchup then. Big scramble we, guy. We wouldn't, we wouldn't yeah. want AJ out there. Yeah, no, no. Big scramble guy. I can hit it a long way, but <laughs> yeah, it's in the fairway too, once too. every nine holes. That's true. I love it. <laughs> I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, yeah. No. Ryan, do you uh you pay attention to what's going on in the wintertime a lot? And if so, I want to know, because every team's got a group chat. Like, what was the group chat like when Shohei Otani signed for $700 million? Because you guys were all um, making, like, 700 grand on the Orioles. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, we didn't really talk about it much as a team. Our, we're more talking about fantasy football and, you know, talking crap on that. But, um, yeah, once Otani signed, uh, I think I remember seeing it pop up on my phone just thinking, like, holy crap, like, 700 million. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know what to do with, with that contract. But, uh, yeah, good for him, well-deserved, and definitely, uh, yeah, unbelievable player. That's, that's insane. Do you so have, who's who's oh. winning in fantasy football? We got to we got to ask the follow up. Yeah, oh yeah, that's Oh man, I can look. I think Danny Coulomb was in first in our league right now. So we got the playoffs starting this week. So we'll see. I, I came in last two years in a row, and uh, finally this year, it, you know that monkey's off my back. I think I came in tenth. So uh, out of twelve. So. Did you have to do anything <laughs> for coming in last or no? Yeah, I was the bat boy for spring training game, uh, I think, last <laughs> right. year. So, yeah, I hiked up my pants and ran out and, uh, you know, got the bat, the bats every for, like, four or five innings. Oh, they didn't make you stay all nine? Yeah. No, well, we had two guys on our team. It was me and uh, Keegan Aiken. So, he got the, the back half of the game. I got the front half. Ah. Uh, yeah. 
not too bad, but um, yeah, a little little embarrassing, but it was it was all good. <laughs> did you have cookie. your jersey on, or did you have like Bat Boy jersey on? No, I had a Bat Boy jersey on. I think. And the double flap, side. double flap yeah. helmet. Yeah, the double <laughs> flap helmet, Bat Boy jersey. I don't know if it's anywhere on social media or anything, but uh, no, it was funny. Have you gotten over Mount Baltimore in left field yet? Have you gone up to the owners and said like, "Why in the fuck did you guys do this to me?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's in the back of my head sometimes, but and it's, it is what it is. I guess we won more games this year. It, it you know, helped the team out, uh, you know, might've lost me a couple bucks in, in uh, our, but it is what it is. Um, you know, I love the ballpark, love the fans, but, uh, yeah, that left field wall is, uh, you know, something else. Let me ask you this. Do you, you set a lot of goals before the season starts? Is there something that you do, you know, it's like, all right, man, I would love to hit this mark if I don't. Like, are you a high goal setter or, or you just go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to give it what I give. And if what I do is best, I'm going to be right there yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm just going to put all the work in I can. I don't like to, you know, set my eyes on numbers because, you know, maybe you might press a little bit more. But mm -hmm. just go out there, get all my work done and try the best I can. And, you know, whatever the end result is, I, it is what it is. Do you? Where do you work out in Orlando? Can I ask you that? Uh, baseball stuff, I'll do it at the high school or um, my coach, Jared. Uh, I don't know if you guys know him or not, but big perfect game guy. He, um, high school coach. And then uh, when I lift, uh, it's a place called De La Cruz Sports Complex. It's uh, or sports performance. So, it's sort of by my house. It's in like Oviedo, right by UCF. So you went to Haggerty. I don't know. Yep. Most people. Haggerty Huskies. Yep. You have you guys got a few guys. So is it like a MLB meetup every day when you guys are working out? Because you have Riley Green, yep. you have Eflin, yep. you have Malkaus. Who else? I mean, there's some other guys I think too, right? Yeah, we got a couple guys that were drafted, or good amount of guys that were drafted, and um, there's about five of us still playing. So I got yeah, Vaughn Grissom with the Braves. Um, I got Riley, and uh, this kid named Garrett Ballman was uh, recently drafted by the Braves too. But uh, we all work out together. Zach's, Zach's normally doing his own thing. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, we all uh, – oh, once. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, oh, Eflin's too cool to go and yeah. hang out with you guys? <laughs> Zach's whoa, whoa, breaking news here. <laughs> nah, nah. He's, uh, he's doing his own thing, man. He's always uh, lifted by himself and, and done his own little routine. But he's got kids now, and, I mean, I, I don't have any of them yet, so – uh, he's got a whole different lifestyle than I do, but, um, no, he's, I know he's always getting his stuff in, but once baseball stuff starts coming around, he'll come out to Haggerty all the time and, uh, he, whatever, do his bullpens and whatnot over there. Let me ask you this. Are you, you have any hobbies? Do you collect, you collect sports cards at all? Not really. I mean, no. play some video games and, you know, fancy football in the off season. And besides yeah, that, man, you. I'm just chilling. Yeah. Hanging out. We with got we got a couple we, – we pulled a couple of your cards. You don't collect your cards either, huh? I mean, I got some, like, just in case, you know, maybe I get pulled over, officer's a big fan or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Smart. laughs> and, uh, do, you, and, uh, do you remember signing this or no? No, no clue. Yeah, I mean, I've signed a lot of cards. <laughs> so, All right. Nice. Yeah, no, that looks like a nice little card there. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen the one on the right. With this one? one on the left. I'm making wow. a face on the left. All right. But. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to send it out to you. Get we'll, we'll get them signed okay. and give them out for a nice little gift for somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah, on, for sure. on the show or something. 
Oh, Christmas time. There you go. Let's go, baby. We appreciate I'll you. I'll do that. Hey, he can come <laughs> over. He can come over to the studio. We can get him signed on purpose. We can get a picture of it. And that'll make it worth more, right? Because then there we know we you go. actually yeah. signed. Authentic. Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. Show the Big receipt. Word for me. Show the receipt. Yeah, I didn't go to college. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, Ryan. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, good luck uh, the rest of the fantasy football season. Don't embarrass yeah, yourself. <laughs> I'll try not. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some fan graph projections coming up here on just a second that will take you through uh, some more projections. The some of these are interesting, teams. though. If you look yeah. at some of these numbers, I'm shocked by some of the – I mean, there's a big one that I'm like, wait a minute, that seems really low to me. It's so they, early, though, also. It's not, though, for one team. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I we, know, we're not even at Christmas yet. These are going to remember last year. But, but here's the thing: that? when we show this graphic, and there's a team in blue that's famous for wearing some team, some blue color, <laughs> ninety wins for a blue team mm. after Glass now, after some guy that's only a DH. This is just for this is just team war right now, though. They still need that team. Still needs starters. Put that one up so I can I can put a lot of money on that one. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the Braves, okay. The Braves ninety-seven. Okay. That's that's about where you think they should be, right? The Astros ninety though? I mean, you talk about now the rumor is Framber Valdez is on the block. Oof. I mean, talk about needed pitching. Yankees eighty eight point eight. I know they're in a tough division, but oh, that Rays eighty seven after trading glass now. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh, well, how much stock do you guys put in these projections, though? Because none, like I said, we're absolutely not none. But for betting, but for Bet MGM, they're because last year the the what was it the Diamondbacks were like over under like seventy five or something. We were all like yeah. hammer the over on that one. They went to the World <laughs> Series. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just it's it, it's all you know simulations and projected. But man, that seems like Fangraphs missed on the. I mean, Dodgers ninety point three, Yankees eighty eight. Todd. 88 on the Yankees. You'd take over on that, wouldn't you? No. I, 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 man, it's so, I don't know. I'm not sure, no. man. I don't know. No, for you? You I wouldn't mean, take 88, over 88 wins for the Yankees. No, not right, right now. now. They have, the rotation is literally Garrett Cole mm. and no one. Rodon, Nest, Nasty Nestor. Oh, Rodon, I mean, I, I would love to be wrong, but you can't really count on anything from Rodon. Nothing Clark, yet. piece of Schmidt. Why, why are the Orioles why are the Orioles 83, you know, 84 wins? Why, because why? they also need pitching. And they overperformed, mm. I think. I think the 100-win mark, oh. like getting over the 100-win mark, was definitely an overperformance by a lot of guys. You expect some regression from some of these guys. Some okay, point. okay. Okay. A hater. I think. Hater. hater. <laughs> I was She's saving all this. Real. She's Castle keeping it real. Time. Yes, exactly. I don't know. The Yankees, like, to me, they need another. Yamamoto changes everything. All of a sudden – you're talking about a couple more wins, couple, which puts yeah. you right up that board. Right now, everything's oh. kind of tight. Okay, Cardinals right now over under eighty five wins. I say no. Did they? Is Sonny Gray, Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson do enough? No, not really. I, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I think it helps, but yeah, I mean, the they didn't win. They won what seventy five games last year. Did they I'm win that sure. many? No. They didn't win that many. Their offense, to me, like needs just a better approach. I, I, and, I would, and they pitched a lot of contact, and their defense wasn't great. But their offense is just like not caught up, uh, I think, to what a lot of these other offenses are doing. And I, with the new I, I rules, agree. 
I mean, teams need to capitalize. They need to get young. You need to get fast. You need to get athletic, or you're going to get left behind. Cardinals won 71 games last year. They have them at 85.2. Is Lance Lynn, Sonny Gray, <laughs> and Kyle Gibson enough to make up 14 wins? In a division, know. Brewers are going to be okay. The Cubs are going to be supposedly better. The Reds should be better, right? They don't even have the Brewers on here on the top 10. Nope. Crazy. Listen, I don't know. T- I want to say this. T- players want to ha- want to go to these teams. Like, if you don't want to go to the Orioles, well, that stinks. If you don't want to go to the Giants, that stinks. You know, that's why the Blue Jays, I, I just think of the Blue Jays, as Russ brought up. Do people want to go play for them? That's a, that's a solid question to ask. Do people, even if you get the best deal, are, are people like gung-ho, like, oh, perfect, let me sign right away. Like, do guys really want to go play over there? And I'm not – I'm kind of calling them out, but at the same time, like, why aren't people going to some of these teams that are trying to get bigger names? It's – I don't know. Well, who have the Blue Jays tried to get? They tried to get Otani, but other than that, who have they really – that we've heard of? Yeah, well, that nothing that we heard of, but I'm sure they've been on other guys. So it's like, why aren't they getting these pieces? You know, it's just if they were in on everybody, like Russ says a couple weeks ago, or in the winter meetings, why aren't they going there? Like, are they undermining undermining the price? Are they just not? I don't know. It it just boggles my mind. As some teams like, oh, I would love to play for the Blue Jays. You know, in my opinion, that would be awesome. But yeah, they get they're getting nobody. Well, the Orioles are getting no because they won't spend any money. So yeah. they, we know why they're not getting anybody. <laughs> no, as yeah. Brittany said, as Britt said, they're dumpster diving already. So, I mean. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> they're like so busy tied up in stadium negotiations, guys. I mean, how narcissistic is this? John Angelos announces the day that they clinch the American League East, as Mount Castle was talking about. Everyone's talking about the team on the field. And John Angelos is shown on the Jumbotron with the governor saying they have a deal for a 30-year lease for the stadium. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, like, go Baltimore. Well, that wasn't true. They had like a verbal agreement to keep negotiating. He just wanted the attention on him on the time that the Orioles were celebrating the American League East. And still today, there is no agreement in place. They have kind of kept to keep kicking this can down the road and end of December is when their lease expires. So they're going to have to operate some kind of agreement I was told there'll probably be news on that front today at some point. So, you know, there's just a whole lot going on with the Orioles. Owner John Angelus wants $600 million to be able to develop the way he wants around the stadium, you know, but yet they won't invest in this higher payroll. I just, you know, I I really question, you know, what they're doing because we saw a report uh, earlier in the week about, you know, they've been talking to other ownership groups about potentially selling. So, you know, the long-term future of the Orioles, I think, kind of remains up in limbo as Peter Angelos is in poor health. John Angelos is kind of taking care of it right now is the principal owner, but you know, how much does he want to get back to those days? Because I think people forget they were in the top half of payrolls, not once, not twice for like a decade. So they can get back there and we know that. So shouldn't they get back there now? Shouldn't this be the time that they push all their chips in and say, all right, not going to blow up our window by any means, but let's add enough pieces that we can make a real four or five year run at winning the World Series. Britt, how does um, the Nashville Orioles sound or the Orlando, Orlando <laughs> Orioles? Yeah. Orlando right. Orioles. Perfectly. Nice. It's like yeah. an alliteration, right? Isn't that the word? Uh, Very nice. I mean, uh, if they yeah. don't have a lease, maybe they can be the Oakland Orioles. I don't know. There's a stadium already built out there. 
Uh, it's cra- this, this is, is crazy. I this know, is isn't it? It's not getting enough play nationally, I You're feel You're right, like. because it's I didn't even know. Until you just said that, I thought they had signed the lease. Did you know, Todd, that they hadn't? I mean, because I remember we covered this when it was going <laughs> down, and then the, the thing happened that you said, and they said, oh, we did yeah. a 30-year lease. And we're like, oh, they finally did yeah. something right. And then now you tell me, you just now telling me this after all these months? I mean, I know, because I don't think enough people know. Because, again, they showed him on the Jumbotron with the governor, and they were like, we've agreed. And it was more like, we've agreed to keep negotiating about this thing we can't solve. And you're like, okay, well, why did that need to interrupt the American League? But why does John Angelos need $600 million to develop it? Shouldn't it be the city or the state that chooses? If, 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 if the Orioles don't own the land, then shouldn't it be the – I don't know. I don't know enough it's about how it works, but that seems odd to me. Yeah, well – Yes. Well, they want the battery. <coughs> Every team now wants the battery, right? They I want, want the battery. It has. I mean, I do too. Why well, own the stadium? I would love to own all the apartments and charge people Everything. amounts. And you know Everything. what I mean? Like that is the hallmark of the future. But you know, speaking of stadium uncertainty, and I'm sure he gets dogged by this all the time. <laughs> we have Oakland A's player Nick Allen here on the line joining us. I'm sure he's like rolling his eyes already. Hi, Nick. He's like, God, are we going to talk about the How's stadium stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wait, man. no. Can we call them Oakland A's? Are you guys the Vegas A's? Are you oh. the Sacramento A's? Are you guys the uh, Albuquerque still A's? Oakland A's? Are you? Still Oakland okay. A's as of now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about that, though? How weird? I mean, after this year, you don't know where you're going to play. So have you thought about that a little bit? Um, you know, obviously it's, it's run through my head. Uh, but first of all, thank you guys for having me on. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely uncertainty up in the air, but I think, you know, we're just taking it one step at a time. So right now that's, we're in Oakland. So we're the Oakland A's. Let me, let me give you a little backstory here. Nick and I played in the Olympics together in the trials together for USA. Uh, when I first (laughs) saw this guy, I'm like, listen, I'm like, who the hell is this little pipsqueak coming on here thinking he's going to be on this USA team? And he did, he ended up being the shortstop. I played third. I, I, I told somebody, I said, listen, this guy is going to win a gold glove one year. He's got some of the best hands. His work ethic is off the charts. And I explained to him in Japan, I said, nobody can ever attest to your work ethic. You keep working hard and keep doing your thing. So good for you on getting out. I told you it was only a matter of time before you got up there. You know what I mean? No, miss you, Todd. But yeah, I mean, just gotta, like you said, I mean, on that last day, I think we were talking on the balcony um, and, you know, you just told me like, just keep your head down, keep working. So, I mean, that's what I'm doing every day. Exactly. Now I want to go to something kind of cute here. You just got married to Savannah. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate you, it. You guys went on a nice honeymoon. What was it? You were out there for what, two or three weeks? Where'd you go? No, we, yeah, we, we did a, uh, we did a, 12 day stay. Um, we went to Australia and uh, New Zealand. So we went to uh, Hamilton Island, uh, kind of the northern part of Australia. And then uh, mm. New Zealand, uh, we went to uh, Queenstown, uh, which was uh, which was awesome. Now, you people don't know, you married into the Boone family. So you have, <laughs> you know, a couple family members that played. So my question is, I'm going through the Boone. See, I'm going Brett Boone. I'm going Aaron Boone. I'm going Bob Boone, the old man. I'm going Ray yeah. Boone. So how does it feel <laughs> to be the fifth best uh, baseball player in the family now? Um, it, <laughs> they all – they all. that's why I can't talk about baseball really around them. Obviously, we do. But, like, you know, there's nothing that, I, that I've ever done that they haven't done. You know, exactly. so uh, that's what's, what's awesome about it is because, you know, I think it's just um, – 
it's it's cool that you know when savannah and i are together we just try to get baseball off of our minds and we just don't really talk about it bring it up but if i do ever bring it up she's got great advice because she's been through it she's seen her dad go through it um she's seen her uncles go through her grandfather i mean it's it's really a definitely a blessing uh but also you know kind of humbles me at the same time nick i talked to your father-in-law oh sorry Britt. <laughs> oh, I thought you. Were, I'll I'll cut you off, AJ. Let me okay, you. sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 oh, no. no. I'm back. I'm back. Spotlight's Nick, on. Nick, I, when I found out you were coming on, I texted your father-in-law, who I've known for twenty yeah. plus years now, and I I said, you know, you got uh -huh. any good stories about Nick? And he said, well, no, he's too nice to have any stories about. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sit well in the Boone family, right? So then I said, come on, give me something. And he just said that every time you bitch to her to Savannah, she says, shut up. Quit your whine and get out there and kick some ass. So is that how she talks to you? Yep. Oh, 100%. No, I mean, you know, when uh, we're trying to flush the game for sure, and I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, you know, kind of maybe going over the day. She's just like, look, get your head out of your ass. You're going to be fine, you know. And uh, and it's – but with obviously with a lot of love, you know, because uh, she just knows that, you know, baseball is just a game of, you know, ups and downs. And it's the, the only way to get through it is just by staying steady um and to keep a, a level head so that's what she just tries to ingrain but I'm, I'm so thankful that she's uh she's there by my side with uh during it nick uh mark Kotze is so well respected in this game i mean he had chances yeah. to interview for a bunch of other other jobs this winter and you know chose to stay because i think he believes at least in what his immediate bosses are doing, you know, I think we're going to leave the the way up John Fisher's out of this question. But I mean, playing for a guy like that, who, you know, you know that the team isn't trying to win necessarily, that they're not giving you all those resources, but um, what is Mark like? And do you feel like he's the perfect guy to have in this kind of a scenario to kind of keep you guys concentrated and insulate you from, you know, the total shit show that's happening, not on the field. You know, I think um, the not trying to win thing is definitely not true. <laughs> we're out, we're going out there to try to win every ball game. We're all big league baseball players when we step on that field. So, um, you know, I know obviously there's you know tons of teams that you know have, have trying to bot, bot their way in a sense, but um, you know we're we're out there grinding and you know we know how to play this game as well. So I think that's one thing that Cots always tries to instill in us that you know when we get to the ballpark, expect to win. Because that's why. Why else would we be there? Uh, so I think you know, with everything going on, that's just our focus: is just to step in there and, and win. Because um, if you think of anything else, then you're already beat for the day. So uh, that's definitely his his motto, and he wants us to get after it. You know, whether that's getting after it in the gym, uh, putting in our work before the game, just to get ready ready to go. And he wants us to be the hard and working, hardest working team out there in the big leagues. And I think, uh, you know, I think uh, we're one of those teams for sure. I want to ask you a question about position-wise. So, you, you know, you came up as a shortstop. You bounced around a little second base there a little bit too as well. Where do you see yourself playing this year coming up? And, um, you know, is there that big of a difference from playing second base to shortstop for these young guys out there to understand? No, I don't think there's a, um, a ton of difference. I mean, obviously it's the left side and the right side. But, um, you know, if you, if you can play one, you should be able to play the other. That's what I think. Uh, so I, I sometimes take ground balls at second, but I believe I'm a shortstop. Um, so that's just my goal. But any any time, any any chance to get on the field is, is what I is what I want to do. So whether that's center field, left field, pitching, 
Um, it doesn't really matter to me just to, as long as I'm out there trying to help the team win. Uh, but yeah, definitely shortstop's my main position. Um, and I take pride in it. Let me, let me ask you this. You know, we gambled a little bit when we played for team USA, we stayed up to the wee hours of the night. We had, I had such good memories uh, of that. Mm -hmm. And now I, you know, what I'm getting at, you played in Vegas. So, you know, how was it playing in Vegas? I know I, I did a stint there when I was rehabbing. I'm like, dude, I didn't even want to play baseball anymore. I love the whole atmosphere, you know, all that. How was it like playing in Vegas and going back up to Oakland? Which stadium do you like better? You know, I mean, there's some cool questions to ask you there. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, I think being in the big leagues is such a it's such a honor and a, and a privilege every day. So, um, you know, being able to walk into this uh, big league stadium is, is amazing. But you know, for having a default stadium default triple a stadium in, in las vegas ain't, ain't bad um it's pretty nice there and and just with everything around vegas you know it's it's good it's a good uh good obviously nightlife you know that if, for people that want to do that um you got gambling uh but yeah there's definitely a lot of things you can possibly do in, in, in vegas but um as ballpark wise you know it's definitely a, a privilege being able to walk into a big league stadium every day Nick, you're from San Diego. Did you grow up a yeah. Padres fan? And, you know, how nice is it? I have family that are out there that are so into the Padres now. And it seems like the whole city, you know, ever since the Chargers left, has been all in on San Diego. So what has that been like for, for you to experience or your family to experience um, as well? Uh, yeah, I definitely I definitely grew up a Padres fan for sure. Um just uh, being able to go to games. I remember going to games, I think when I was four years old and I put on my, you know, T-ball, T-ball outfit and just go and, and, and act like I was uh, already a, a big league baseball player there. Um, so I can't thank obviously my parents for taking me to uh, all those baseball games. Cause you know, it's, it's definitely um, drove me to uh, be the, the guy I am today, the player I am today. Um, but yeah, for sure. Grew up a Padres fan and a Chargers fan. Suck to see the Chargers lose. That really hurt, uh, or to leave, that hurt. <laughs> and then obviously, I think they lost last night by a lot or whatnot. But um, yeah, uh, San Diego sports fan through and through. But you know, obviously, that all changes. I think when uh, when you kind of get to uh, this kind of level here. Yeah, Nick, they fired their coach today. Just FYI, the Chargers did. So, I mean, yeah, when you're down 40, that. what it's was it, 42? Yeah. <laughs> when you're down 42 nothing at halftime, usually that doesn't end yeah. well for the coach in the NFL the next day. Yeah, they definitely had a good team this year. Uh, and for some reason, it never they didn't put it together. So, yeah, they're making a change. Probably good. Do you still root for the Chargers even though they moved to L.A.? Do you still? I, You know, I, I thought I wasn't. You got to be a Raider fan now, don't you? Because yeah. you're a Vegas A, so Vegas Raiders. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, you still you're still kind of like that hometown hometown uh, fan. That's and that's what I am. But when Herbert came to the Chargers, that's when I started becoming a Chargers fan more and more because I thought I was going to give up give up on it when they moved to LA. But then Herbert came along and it kind of brought me back in. So very nice. Now let me ask you this: When you got up to the big leagues. Was there somebody, you know, you looked up to and then you got on the bases, you're like, holy cow, like, this is a guy I've always wanted to talk to or say hi to. And, you know, who, who did you look up to as you were a young kid, too, as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think growing up, obviously, I, I looked at Derek Jeter. 
Um, but obviously I haven't played against him. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously it, one thing was really cool was, and I'm, I'm not just trying to, you know, to your own horn here, but, um, when we showed up that first time at uh, the qualifiers and I saw you, I just remember seeing you on TV and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow, like this is pretty cool here. Good to see Todd Frazier. But then I just realized kind of how just of a, how, how like, you know, such a good guy you were and just how you communicated with everyone. And it was just normal. You know, you treated me normal. And uh, I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty sweet. So, uh, but Maybe seeing Otani. Otani was pretty cool. The guy and Judge, you know, those are two big, tall guys. And obviously, I'm not as uh, as that high, height and stature or whatnot. <laughs> how do you say that? But uh, uh, but it was cool being able to play against those guys and know that you're on the same field as them. So that that was something that was awesome to me. Nick, you know who your father-in-law is, right? I do. Yes, Brett. He Brady. is going to be pissed. You didn't say <laughs> no, him. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, dude, the <laughs> No, Boone is going to be yeah. pissed, bro. He gives me respect. He so, knows. Bones know. So, know. yeah, do they know? But one thing about about Brett is that I've kind of known him for a while. But the thing is, he has a son, Jake Boone, who's my age, and I played against him. I don't know how many years growing up when I was when I was young. But I never knew Jake had a sister, and um, didn't know Brett had a daughter. But I've always heard it's like my dad would always say, "Brett Boone, such a great baseball player," and I was like. Damn, he hits rockets at me. So for ground balls, he's definitely strong. But I never, I never really knew too much about base about him being a baseball player. Other than my dad being like that guy used to freaking hit bombs. And then, um, and then we, I grow, growing up, obviously, and then some, I come across Savannah, and we're just putting two and two together. And she's just telling me about her brother Jake Boone. I'm like, I know that name. What? Oh, Jake, I played against him. And then, oh, your dad's Brett. But then, you know, I never knew of Savannah before that. And I think if Savannah would have known me through Jake, then this whole thing would have never worked because she would always saw me as, you know, Jake's, Jake's friend, you know, and that would have just never worked. So I'm glad everything worked, worked out the way it did. Now, what do, you, what do you call Brett? Do you call him Mr. Boone? No, uh, <laughs> between now Dad and, uh, and Brett, so – kind of just go okay, through both. You, okay, so you know he yeah. used to have a shirt, right? And he used to be called Da Boone. Okay. So he gave me a shirt da one Boone. time that said, I know Da Boone. And that's what it said. And yeah, then he okay. had a shirt for himself that said, I am Da Boone. And so you had to be his friend. And he once you became friends with him, he'd give you a shirt that said, uh-huh. I know Da Boone. So you could wear it around. You're like, hey, look, I'm friends with Brett Boone. But if you weren't his friend, he would never give that, you a shirt. Yeah. So you had to work. So next time you see him, hey, I just want you to go up to him and say, me- hey, he gave me a shirt and it was Boone approved. So um, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Uh, that's hysterical. Oh. Yeah. And I gave him one of my danger season shirts and he, he's wearing it around, but uh Boone approved shirt is awesome. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Well, thanks so much for, uh, for chatting with us, Nick. We appreciate it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, this is awesome. Uh, and Todd, thank you again for reaching out. You got it, man. We'll talk to you during the year, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, guys. All Thanks, right. Nick. Thank you. Take care. Nick Allen with the ace. Oh, that poor, poor soul. Todd Frazier oh. is his hero. No, oh, that's Is this oh, pre scripted? Hey, listen. 
money talks. You know that over here in the East Coast. Watch out. <laughs> so you paid him to say that? Hey, no, that, that kid, that's one class act right there. He's as smooth as silk on the defensive end. You know, he's going to get his doubles and he's going to, you know, be a really good hitter once they let him just play. Let him go out there and fail a little bit more. Let him go out there and play a full season. You're going to see a solid baseball player.